0: G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another Sports by Fry podcast episode today. You are lucky enough to hear two voices for the price of one. Uh, I get JLo back in the booth after a long hiatus. Uh, Canada was the last time he and I recorded a podcast together, so it's very easy to do when you're living together, but hopefully we can make it a regular occurrence. Our weekly features would be muchly appreciated if we can squeeze it in, but... Like I said, uh, and I've teased a few times, we talked a bit of NBA stuff, but we also dove a little bit into AFL Fantasy. It's a huge episode. The majority of it talks about potential playoff matchups in the East and the West. Uh, Dove a little bit into our things that we thought could pan out for this postseason with about nine games left for each team, some a little bit less. I think off the top of my head, all of them are under 10. And then we made our all-NBA picks, which are pretty... I thought it was pretty easy, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that, I thought it was pretty difficult but turned out to be pretty easy. Um, there were a lot of players who I thought could be in the conversation, but as j and I talked through it, it turns out that uh, most of the teams are pretty clear cut. Might be different come uh, season's end, but uh, yeah, I think uh, if I speak for both of us, uh, the teams were pretty well balanced. So without further ado, here is the man himself, well, let's dive into today's episode. Been way too long since uh, I've had this man on the podcast, so I'd like to welcome J Lo back into the booth. I think the last time you were on the podcast, we were technically living in another country. Yeah, we were. I haven't so. done any podcasts in Australia. No, not 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 together. No, no. Well, you haven't. Is this your podcast debut in Australia? Oh, like ever? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I've never really thought about it that way. But yeah, yeah I, I guess, guess so. I. Yeah. Well, congratulations. It's good to uh, have you back. I think a lot of uh, fans out there will be happy to hear your voice. Yeah, it's a little bit husky
1: today. I'm a bit sick,
0: but I'm sounding nice and nice and deep today. Yeah, got a, got a good husk on. That's good. Oh, yeah, Add something to the podcast. It's, it's, of, uh, it's yeah. always tricky to try and captivate the audience with just one person's voice. So. Yeah, a bit of Barry White going on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All Thank right, well. we're going to talk predominantly basketball today. Throughout the year, I would... Uh, if you join the crew, happily have you on to talk some fantasy footy. Um how is Quisplorking looking just very quickly off the top? How'd you go in round one? I'm beating
1: you. So Yep.
0: Well that's uh, I had Sloan and Sheet.
1: Um, they sort of pushed me through, to be honest. Yep. Um, you know, Rucks didn't go well at all. You could I guess the interesting thing about quickly is the six six sixes obviously made midfielders so valuable and the other lines less valuable yeah like grundy, it was pretty clear grundy gone like all the ruckman really
0: suffered so i don't know if any ruckman actually topped 100 i don't I think, think they other. did no like, very interesting to watch a lot of people yeah. paid up for both of them so yeah that could be, uh, i'm glad i didn't go gone in the end thank god speaking anyway, of uh 666 i think we've talked so many times in the preseason about how sick we are of hearing that term yeah dustin martin who i started the year with had I a know. bit of a price drop this round and I was like oh I might hold on to him but after what Tom Rockliffe did he'll probably come in yeah. Dustin Martin priced at 666 uh, I was like no, yeah. that is absolutely enough out of you I no. got gone, mate
1: yeah any you know, in case Bruce McEvaney is listening to this you need to stop saying 666 mate you need to just call it the new zoning rule or the new oh, rule. I hate it it's like, so annoying everyone knows what we're talking about we don't want to hear you just worshipping the devil every time we <laughs> talk about <that>. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Dunstall's
0: uh the main offender, I swear, anytime he's on the commentary uh, broadcasting group, he's just going to town on it. Anyway, like I said, throughout the year we'll dive into uh, fantasy footy a bit, but I want to talk some basketball, predominantly looking ahead to the playoffs. Mm. Uh, we're only about less than 10 games now for each team until the playoffs kick off, about two and a half weeks. Mm. Um, some interesting contests still left, and I want to start out west, because for the first time in about five years... Your team's heading to the playoffs, and yeah. my team is not.
1: Yeah, total switcheroo, mate. I'm at the top of the standings. You're right down the bottom.
0: Like we've always That's said, it. though, if you want to uh, if you want to rebuild, the quickest way to rebuild is to bottom out. Yeah, there's the only one, one way to out. do
1: it. Especially if you're in a mid-tier team, like like in the Midwest. No one wants to go to Cleveland. No one's going to sign with the Pacers. No. Or, yeah. That's it. Well, the Pacers are interesting, but yeah, anyway, we won't dive into that but yeah no, we, we all do it all but yeah. like I said we're going to start
0: out west uh, you are a Denver Nuggets fan for those that do not know tucked in a big battle with the Warriors at the moment you're tied at 50 and 23 Yeah, it'd be stupid to say do you want the top overall seed because you guys are
1: one of the best time records in the league, yeah. Yeah, we might even be the best, mm. I think. And you know, the alt- altitude just makes a huge difference. So I would definitely take the number one, but in terms, like, okay, it's almost more important to get the matchups right. Um, so I'm happy with either at this point. Um, and I know they've got the tiebreaker over us. So we would ha- we're going to have to go into Golden State and beat them um, if we want to. Like, we we'll have to beat them, to, like, Badly, yeah. Um, if we want to take the first seed over them in a
0: tiebreaker, so I'm not, I'm not like counting on it. You said something before we started recording that was a pretty good sense. You'd rather almost like take a couple of L's because there's a bit of daylight between you guys and Portland in the Four third seed. yeah. So with only nine remaining, you're pro- you're going to get top two seed unless something pretty goes much. crazy. So you'd probably want to focus on just nutting out your lineup because yep. you've had injury issues in the works throughout the whole season. Yeah, so. and
1: players aren't right. Like Gary Harris is still off. You know, like he's he's never found his rhythm this year. Murray's had actually like a bad shooting month Mm. from from downtown. He went alright today, but I'd rather get those guys going over the next nine games or whatever, um, then and like take some more L's because it doesn't matter being the one or the two really.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, well let's start at the top technically because they do have the tiebreaker right now. Golden State is the one seed, and they're matched up with the Spurs. Mm. I think out of all the playoff teams in the West, the Spurs are the teams that I care about the least. So, okay. of the like bottom four who are kind of jostling for that spot to go up against the Warriors, because let's be honest, they're, they're not, they are not—they might push them to five or six, but I don't think whoever's going to end up in that eighth seed will give Golden State a hell of a lot of trouble. Do you? Uh,
1: the Spurs are funny, though. you know. Mm. They're pop coach. They've gone on this late-season run. Um, I could see them like doing some damage, especially when Pop gets... Seven games to, to really break down the Warriors, and like you know, True. let's be honest, he's the greatest coach ever. Yeah, um, can't argue. so if you give him enough time to plan for Golden State, you, you just never know. Obviously, Golden State's a whole other beast, you'd be stupid to bet against them, but I reckon, uh, I reckon they could give the Warriors a bit of a scare over the first three games, maybe yeah. jump out to a 2 1 lead, and then all of a sudden, people are like. Oh, what's going on here? Then the Warriors sort of going to overdrive, but could happen. Um, I think
0: a lot of people are kind of underestimating this problem with Golden State's defense. Like this is one of the <clears throat> one of the years in recent memory that I'm well, probably since the Cavs and the Warriors started their rivalry. That I'm like, yeah. you know what? I have like no finals matchup would surprise me. Like I yeah. could I could quite easily see Golden State losing to Houston or someone in the second round or whatever, and it just being like Toronto and a port, or not Portland, yeah. Yeah. like the Rockets or something it like could that. Be, yeah, it um, seems very open, even though there's been this perceived notion for most of the year that Golden State's just going to wipe the floor. Yeah, anymore. Golden
1: State's like, there seems like defense-wise that no one, like, people aren't buying in. I think like it's very clear Draymond and uh, Kevin are just like not on the same page, mm-hmm. and you feel like there's a bit of a, a split between the stars. So like you can see why that's hurting them on defense, and then you've got this like shooting problem where only three guys on their team can actually shoot. Their bench has no shooting. Like, even though they beat Denver last game they played, yeah. you saw that. Like, the starters jumped out to that huge lead. And, and then, then all Denver's back. bench, yeah. caught back, because they've got no shooting, no go-to scorers, like, no, not even, like, reliable rebounders on, the, on that second unit. So, um, that's going to be a problem, which is why I think, like, uh, San Antonio could could stretch them because they've got a great
0: bench yeah I guess so and the Dubs have played a lot of basketball in the last couple of years that's something you can't really underestimate like they've gone on four straight finals trips and I think probably in our last podcast I've gone and said that you rarely I don't think ever with the exception of like the Celtics in the 60s has a team made five straight finals like LeBron's done it but he's a single person he's a bit of a a freak so it's so tough to just go back 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 to the well and play so many games each year they play like I don't know, 90 to 100 games every year yeah. so that's almost like if you add up all the post seasons it's like the equivalent of another full season yeah 100% and you know there's, they've got like major chillers on
1: their team like mm. um, Clay Thompson you like, you know Clay just wants a bit of time off you know just
0: to relax put his feet up Did you um, just go fishing <laughs> did you hear what he said the other day when they were talking about him playing for I think it was like Team USA in an exhibition or there's something coming up like the FIBA World Cup or right. something and he was like, oh, I'm not really going to talk about it until after the finals. And a lot of the like, reporters and people are just like, imagine having the balls to just be yeah. like, yeah, we're going to make the finals. So after uh, we've done that, then
1: I can. Yeah. And I, like a lot of people forget, you know, like, every year we're like, oh, they're just gonna, they're just waiting for the playoffs. Let's be honest. And maybe this year more than ever, they are. Yeah. You know, like especially because like, they're a bit tired. They've got this weird like gelling issue going on. Maybe they just are like really just kicking back, just chilling. But like very interesting to see. Yeah, it will be. It's going to be all over the place. Yeah,
0: like I said though, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like Utah or whoever's in the seven seed right now, the Thunder. If they could maybe get matched up, I think they scare me a bit more than the Spurs. But like you said, their Spurs defense has been pretty good. Demar and uh, Lamarcus are playing well. Pops a genius. So it could happen. Yeah. All right. Next one: Denver and the OKC Thunder. Out of all the teams in the bottom four, so let's say the Clippers. Jazz, Thunder, and Spurs. You probably want to match up with the Thunder the most, right? Other
1: than the Clippers, seem obvious to me
0: because you are just
1: like who do they even have? Like, I don't care how good of a coach Doc Rivers is, and like man, Doc's gonna be co- anyway, We'll talk about the Clippers in a bit, but I yeah, I disagree.
0: I love the Clippers. I, they, I they would, would take the Clippers. best record since the All Star Break. Uh, yeah, All Star mm, Break doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. I would take
1: the Clippers first, but then OKC, like hands down. Yeah, I would take OKC over anyone in the. In the West, you guys than, match
0: up like, well against the Thunder.
1: Haven't lost to them this year. Did really well against them last year. Um, we do match up like they've got no one for for Jokic. Like I've seen, which is hard to believe. I've seen Jokic just bully Stephen Adams yeah. down low in the post. Like he's backed him down, and you're just like, weird, he's the strongest man in the NBA, and it's just like Jokic just has it on him. And I think I think Gary can take Russell. I think we can just slot Tory Craig or someone on Paul and the, like one of them always plays badly yeah I think we I think man I don't think it guys. matters anymore
0: Paul George looks trash in the last like dozen games they're like oh, 6 and 11 in the yeah, last yeah I know like an like, almost quarter of the season
1: they're just been playing rude. terrible they are uh, uh, but you know I've got enough faith in Paul George and Russell to like to switch it on when they need True. to like they're great players they're, they're all NBA superstars but I, I just do I do think we match up really well with them and they've just got like no shooting at all which it, is Denver's like traditionally their their
0: like Achilles heel three true. point defense yeah and so if they can't shoot
1: Denver's just yeah when Denver does lose.
0: lose they always seem to get burned by just like streaks I guess just you could unbelievable say.
1: like the Jazz have beaten us twice this year both times they broke their franchise records I'm pretty sure That's three. pretty and amazing. I'm just like Are you kidding and it happens like will go on a four-game losing streak when all of the teams break their records and you're just like uh, at a certain point you're like is this
0: us or is it just like really bad luck but it yeah. might, uh, might be the only thing holding back uh, Mike Ballone from uh, Coach of the Year votes yeah he
1: still probably sh- should be top two
0: for mine honestly yeah. like he'd be like, in the top handful at least for sure David Millen is the one for me Just Because it's somehow yeah, yeah. Well that's kind of why Doc would get my vote Because I'm like How are the Clippers Who yeah. i will talk about soon But just doing so well Yeah, yeah. Anyway Did you see them uh, Champagne showers Were in the locker room today After they clinched The playoff spot Who's that
1: The, the Clippers The Clippers I didn't uh, Actually I did just notice That a whole bunch of teams Clinched today Yeah but I, but think I, was two or I three. didn't pay attention To who it was Where are the Clippers sitting
0: For 5th mate 5th okay 9 and uh, 1 in their last mm. Uh Ten. Before we get to them though, yeah. the three six matchup, Portland versus Utah. Now unfortunately for Portland, it's their ceiling is pretty much impacted now after what happened to Yusuf Nurkic. Do oh, yeah. you well, see the injury? I didn't watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. It reminded I I had to just for the sports analysis in me, but uh, I refused to repost it on Sportsbook. Yeah, I was so like no I'm not doing that but uh, yeah it reminded me very it reminded me a lot of Paul George's injury okay. not so much Gordon Haywood like it no, wasn't like seven s- wear bad no but it, it was like a, a clean break I guess is the best way to word it so <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah he was amazing since the All-Star break he's averaging like 17 and 11 client. for him he yeah. was like they've been crying out for like a third option I guess you could say because yeah. I was big on them Making a move for Kevin Love for a couple of years now, actually. But um, a shooter, underrated mid range shooter, mm, as well, and a great like playmaker, as well. Like, I mean, distributed uh, it. Yeah, I
1: know enough about him because he was a Denver Nugget, mm, you know what I mean. True. And I see him four times a year, and yeah. they, yeah, like they've had some good matchups. Him and Jokic go at each other, like, and it's so entertaining. That watch. would be good because, like, he got traded away because of that we were like, nope, we're going Jokic,
0: not you. Magic had it gone the other way. I know. Well, imagine if you, you had know, Jokic, Dame, and CJ. That'd be well, it's hard weird. to tell, you know. You're Jokic, Jokic right.
1: might not have been the same thing, but
0: um, yeah, it's maybe Nurkic
1: would be an MVP. He <laughs> right, might be. You never know, mate You never know. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Obviously, Gobert just feasts now all yeah. of a sudden. Like they have no one. Like Myers, Leonard, good and love, even mate. though
0: Donovan Mitchell seems like a higher volume, low efficiency. Like he's kicked it up recently, but he started yeah. being, like trash. But, I'm like, not like I'm well, not CJ and Dame really. aren't stopping him from. Get into the cup and even if he takes 25 shots he's probably still going to have 25 points yeah
1: like, yeah for sure i think um i would take jazz in an upset there for sure I, although i do love the, the blazers i mm. think they're like really well coached like Terry Stocks doesn't selling enough credit for how well he's coached them over the last like five years like yeah he's done an amazing job to get them there every year with like with two players and nothing
0: I should probably put out a uh, a public apology to the Blazers because year in year out yeah. I pick them to just be like, oh yeah, they're gonna go forty and forty two, but they just keep finding a way to the fifth seed, the sixth seed, getting well, back to the playoffs. Like,
1: well, they're sitting third now, right? Like they're they're a really good team. Like mm-hmm. it, I think that should speak to how good Dame Willard really is. Like he's unbelievably good, but there's no way without Nurkic that they
0: overcome the Jazz for yeah, mine. Like, and it, I think regardless of who they get matched up with, because they might now dip a bit. Like they're still yeah. ten games, but they're pretty close to the Rockets, or yeah, just you, underneath them. They're so equal at the it moment. would surprise yeah. me if they didn't uh, didn't slide a bit. But yeah. yeah, after getting swept by the Pels last year, you could almost be in for another short playoff stint.
1: Yep, yeah, for sure.
0: If uh, if they do, say they bow out in round one, regardless of who they're up against, do you reckon? it would be wise for the front office to kind of look a different avenue maybe getting rid of one of those big two or keep sticking to it and just trying to find other pieces around them you got to
1: keep dame i think i agree um i could see them moving
0: cj although like
1: i think dame was a two-year college guy he's a little bit older isn't Mm, he like i think so he's like older than you kind of think or maybe even three or something yeah yeah. like he was there for a while so i don't know like, like weber state i think they're almost and and um CJ definitely was a four year guy So you're like far out Like can you afford to blow it up Like is it almost too late Like Dame's probably like 28, 29 28 exactly Good guess. So I don't know Like they sort of don't have heaps of time left So they've. I think they I guess they. I would keep them both And just yeah. hope to add shooting around them And I don't know what happens with Nurkic now That's like a huge question yeah. mark Yeah I
0: think that like yeah. they could push for him to be back next season but you're like what's the point yeah. really like get him get him healthy because he's still he's in a similar age bracket to those his other guys like 24 odd yeah oh, I see that Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he's thought he was a little bit older old. yeah. no I'm pretty sure he's, he's like a year older than you. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah well they like I've just had a quick gander both CJ and Dane yeah like you said played at least two or three years in college so mm-hmm. they're in their peak right now but yeah. I think similarly I don't think it's a good idea to blow it up like really what are you going to get there's there's nothing probably not going to get anything but yeah going to move the
1: needle a hell of a lot so you could get a lot for Dame though you could like you could get sort of one of those Anthony Davis-esque calls (laughs) you know what I mean and just grab the three best Lakers you've thought or somewhere like that possible that would be the only thing that might be worth exploring but Dame on the Lakers would be fun to watch Dame is just so good like I don't think you can let a top 10 he's arguably top 10 player Mm. walk I don't know
0: He's it's one of the best uh, Guards in the league As we'll talk about In the All-NBA picks mm. um, Another guy Who's probably a lock For the All-NBA team Is Jimmy Harden And they're the, I think, think I don't know Maybe Maybe yeah. uh, They're matched up Against the Clippers Right now Who sweep At 45 and 30 Who saw that coming 15 over. games yeah. over 500 That is Special That's got to be Like the, the biggest survives. Yeah that's got to be The biggest surprise of the year Like Indiana After Victor going down Is big as well mm-hmm. But like, what the hell? Like, everyone expected the Pacers to still be good. No one expected the Clippers to be good. Yeah, well, full. Yeah, fair enough. I'll, <laughs> I'll agree. <laughs> got nothing.
1: But I still think it'll be a sweep. Like, they've got nothing to stop James. They've got nothing to stop James to Capella. And then Chris Paul is just also there.
0: Like, I think that like that's a sweep, 100%. If that's the matchup, sweep. You do wonder if the Clippers are just going to be one of those, like, regular season teams that, yeah bows out yeah like they've just got no star you need a star in the NBA playoffs I did listen to uh, Doc Rivers on Woj's podcast today and it was funny how he talked about he's like yeah when he had Chris Paul like he wasn't he's not a big player so it's tough to call him a closer but now we got guys like Lou Williams, and Danilo Gallinari I was like wait what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy you want closing games really? I mean Gallo's pretty clutch but yeah I uh, th- that's a sweep yeah, I, I might give them five, maybe six If they're not matched up against Houston, maybe if Houston leapfrogs Portland Could be a different story, but I think they're just kind of making yeah. up the numbers yeah. Similar with the Spurs right. in my eyes I think they're the two teams that are in the bottom four That yeah. are most likely to get swept and just, yeah, not do a hell of a lot Sure, yeah On the other side of the bracket, we have the best team in the league now matched up against the Orlando Magic, which I think is arguably the peak of the first round matchups out East. I think that'd be fun as hell. It would be be fun.
1: You hate to see a a sub-500 team make the playoffs. (laughs) Mate, welcome to the Eastern Conference. Good on you, East East Coast. yeah, that'd be all right. Who they just they
0: they didn't just they just lost Steven Chenzo, but who they lose before? Well, that's all I was going to talk about. So the injury bug's then in pretty hard. Yeah. Brogdon is out. Brogdon probably right, for yeah. the first. That's a big loss. Yeah, probably for at least the first round. Mm-hmm. They they might push to have him back for the first round, maybe even part of the second. Okay. Um, Miritich broke his thumb, I think, mm. so he's out for about a month. Yeah. Um, and there's one more I'm forgetting. Who else? name escapes me now but yeah DiVincenzo's yeah. out as well so all of a Some sudden shootings. they've just got like three or four dudes out you yeah. have to get guys like DJ Wilson out there who just got embarrassed by Chris Paul today did you see that? Uh, no, no got crossed over and like
1: literally, literally out uh, of capital I only watched oh, the Lance Stevenson run today but um, yeah I think uh, Milwaukee is still they've got Giannis they've got the best player in the world like best player uh, in the world? yeah 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 he's yeah. just like no longer LeBron you, you know I, was, I, was, I think about this all the time like there's not often we see the, like bodies that are just I always say draft bodies and yeah. mindset You there's like a couple of bodies that have come along that have just like oh yeah that's a championship and it's like Wilt it's Shaq it's Giannis and I would count LeBron technically because yeah. he's kind of just like an we haven't seen anyone move like him or his size, and now part. Zion's coming in Yeah. Um, like yeah Giannis is a walking chip like he'll win two or three chips just because of he's just like this physically dominant thing this thing that's like unstoppable so he
0: will just he's like he'll have his way in round one he's like Shaquille O'Neal but just with a better handle and yeah oh yeah Yeah. he's shooting as well well he's not really like Shaq that's a bit well I mean just from like a level of dominant like if he gets the Shaq gets the ball on the block Giannis gets the ball with a bit of a head of steam like what do you do no 100% yeah I haven't been able to watch a lot of basketball lately but I did watch um, portions of the game against the Cavs so aren't the defensive juggernaut but still Giannis was just like walking through dudes just dunking unbelievable he is a freak. There's not much to talk about in this matchup. Like,
1: it would be fun to see Orlando in there, but, like... Aaron
0: Gordon coming out party? Um,
1: I don't no. think so. I, I've got no faith in that guy, yeah. honestly. Like, uh, he's been in there five years now, maybe even six. Yeah, so, I'd say six. I'd guess six, but... Like, yeah. it's time. He should have been there already. And he's, like... He's a young dude, though. Like, he, mm. he was the youngest in that draft class, but, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith in him or Orlando. It would have been fun to see Mo Bama running around. Like, True. True. They've got some unbelievable bodies on there team. Yeah,
0: John, I love Jonathan Isaac. John
1: Isaac, like, where's the window? Is like, got, like, the second biggest reach in the class or something. Like, he's... Yeah, they got cool, interesting people, but just there's nothing there. Yeah, so like, it'd be
0: fun. And it uh, wouldn't surprise me if there was, like, an overtime game or something in there, but I agree. I think yeah. this is pretty, much, pretty uh, self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Raptors and Pistons. Cool, matchup. You reckon? Well, because of... Um, the coaches
1: oh of course I didn't yeah. think about Dwayne. I was Dwayne. thinking of Blake I was like well how's a <laughs> No, the, you know what be, I think that's the like probably the most dangerous team for Toronto Detroit, Detroit? yeah I think so hmm. especially now they've thrown Ellington in there like I reckon yeah like, mine's they've got, killing it like I don't care what you say like uh, Blake will chop Pascal and it's just like they, they match up really well like they've got a board eater that, that like no one on Toronto can match I think it, like it just in a weird way it, they match
0: up well like I still take Toronto in a seven yeah. game series but I would say six uh, six game up. I nearly wrote a piece it was about a week after the All-Star break maybe a little bit longer and I was like oh the Pistons are wasting Blake Griffin's career year yeah. uh, this is a bit of a teaser I'll probably write one on how Wayne Ellington has saved the Pistons season mm. but yeah they've been a very hot team since the um, all-star break they actually have the second best offense in the entire league wow like having Ellington and Luke Kennard playing out of his skin as well but just having those extra shit today oh did he really bad yeah Yeah. well uh, sorry for giving him a pump up there sorry Luke Kennard you're uh, back in the bad books but still I think it's, yeah, it's weird that just getting one more shooter just gives that little bit of extra space for Blake to operate. Yeah. And Drummond's doing his thing on the board. So, yeah, it wouldn't would surprise me if they pushed push the Raptors a bit. But and, like, let's be honest. Like, if there's, if there's one coach that the Raptors don't want to play
1: because he knows them inside and out, it's Dwayne Casey. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think uh, that's a danger, dangerous matchup for the Raptors. Obviously, they'll take it, but it could be a six or seven game series. Right.
0: I, I will have a very close eye to see how Kyle Lowry plays in that round because even if they do they probably won't get uh, upset but if they make it through to the next round they potentially match up against the Sixers who don't really have a point guard mm-hmm. the Bucks I don't know. I don't think the Raptors can slide to three so they probably won't match up with them but like I just want to see how he looks and then going up against other point guards because yeah. the deeper they get into the playoffs the better he's going to have to play against higher level of competition mm-hmm. and we know that he just tends to go missing every yeah. postseason. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see what uh, Kyle dishes up.
1: Yeah, he's had to do a lot less this year though, which mm-hmm. like bodes well for trying to come the playoffs. Like he's just, you know, there's games where he's, he can just have like seven, five, and
0: eight. And, and Kawhi's just, like, played I like I don't know off the dome, but I'd say like seventy percent of their games. Yeah. So you know he's fully ready to go for a playoffs. Hundred percent. Yeah. You're Kawhi Leonard. What would uh, Toronto have to do in the playoffs? For you to seriously consider staying?
1: Oh uh, man, I love Toronto, so I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, a bit of a bias trick. No, I, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, like a dude who was like seemingly reasonably happy in San Antonio for a while, like mm. doesn't care about market size so much, and like let's be honest, he's not really the dude who should be in a big market who's That's having to talk all the time. So, like, if I was uh, Kawhi, I would be like, yep, I'm just going to be, like, the biggest thing Canada's ever seen. He could be... I'm going to be the greatest Raptor. I've
0: got a whole country who love me. Like, let's be honest, like, all of Canada loves Vince. I was just going to say, he could be, like, the next decade's kind of, like, Demar DeRozan. Like, it was Vince leading up... and Yeah, it was Vince leading up for, like, the Demar era, then Demar had it. Could just be... Like, if Kawhi brings a chip there... And then plays for I don't know Another half a dozen Seven years Makes like That many all-star teams He's a legend
1: I think That's what I would do If I was Kawhi Especially knowing like The dude And like You know You can't laugh Like (laughs) God you should not be In front of a mic I would stay there But um, Because you're not going to get A much better situation They've got a great team They've got like Weird Like a weird way Of finding good youth Because guess who their GM is It's Masai Ujiri He's easily the best GM In the league Yeah like I think you'd be stupid to leave. Like Messiah will swing a, a trade for Cole Lowry in a year and get like some young starter, yeah, all of sudden, Russell or something, something like s-
0: someone in that ilk, and then it'll be they'll be fine. I would stay there. Yeah, so. D'Lo uh, has been playing pretty good this season. First All Star appearance, yep. and his Brooklyn Nets are the next uh, playoff team to talk about. They match up against the Sixers. It's actually the four-five matchup is gross, but. <laughs> The other three actually are pretty exciting, like yeah. the uh, Magic, Barks, Pistons, Raptors, as we've just talked about, and Sixers-Brooklyn actually seems like it'd be a good series, even if it might end up in a Philly sweep just because of the talent that they have at their disposal. It could, uh, I could see it like similar to what you said about the Spurs. I could see the Nets just getting up 2-1 and Philadelphia playing clunky for the first couple of games and yeah. then ev- eventually figuring it out, but... Mm. It's not impossible to see Brooklyn making a, a contest out of it.
1: I can see, I can see that. I I think Philly sweeps in that situation. Like Embiid will just have his way with Allen. Like they've, I just love Tobias Harris on any team, but I think like fits really well
0: with this team. Um, I think Philly will sweep them. It's hard to see the Nets like stopping all of Philadelphia's as Exactly. Who like, who are the, who are the Brooklyn, like good defenders, you could maybe say Damari Carroll and Jared yeah. Allen. Is Damari okay. Carroll even there? I actually have no. he was. I, I he was good defender you, three years ago.
1: I could not tell you Brooklyn's makeup. Yeah. I just like I know Carroll Levert came back and is not really like Dinwiddie, but yeah, I uh, I think they'll get swept in that one if they if that is the matchup, like like even the scariest part about it is like Denver played them uh, not that long ago Mm. in Philly and we just beat them in Denver I think so like it was like a pretty close like three games apart the two games and I was like yep we we could flog them and then we shut down everyone Embiid Simmons Tobias Jimmy but JJ Redick had like 36 points against us so I was just like yeah they're they're deadly like Philly I think could be
0: the East finalist I think Philadelphia has the. Uh, it's hard to say, but I think they have the highest ceiling out of any of the East playoff teams, mm. just based on the fact that if yeah, they yeah. do click, yep. they're going to be fucking tough to yeah, stop. Yeah, they've maybe got the highest ceiling in the league, mm, um, arguably. Yeah, the only cons- like, even though your rotation gets shortened when it comes playoff time, their bench is like trash, like bad, bad. Okay. They got the lowest scoring bench cool. in the last like two dozen or Who dozen they even games. Even got? exactly. They got TJ McConnell. They got, uh, they got what's his name from Orlando, not Terrence Ross. Jonathan Simmons. They got James Ennis. Jonathan Simmons. They got Mike Scott, who I actually do like, and Boban Marjanovic. That's their bench. Huh? I don't mind that bench. On paper, it's all right, but like, it just just hasn't translated to like. They just can't. Like Mike Scott's hit a couple of threes for him, but TJ McConnell's just like, Mm. I don't know. He reminds me a lot of Jeremy Lin. Just like yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. But yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that uh, matchup unfolds. It'll be very telling for Philly because if they just wipe the floor with Brooklyn, then everyone can just be like, oh shit, hang a minute, these yep. guys are legit. For sure. I don't think uh, we'll be saying the same thing about the Boston Celtics, who everyone's, if uh, swear, like once a week, maybe once a fortnight, I'm like, oh, but yeah, if Boston gets it together they've got a great team and I was like well we're 72 games into the season (laughs) I don't think uh, they're magically just going to start clicking all of a sudden 7 games left for them and right now they're in the 5th seed they don't even have home court against Indiana who let's not forget nearly beat the Cavs last year in the first round Indiana that is they had Victor though they did have Victor Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think if it comes down to this matchup, Boston probably takes it because I'm like, I've, I've watched two recent games Nuggets versus Indiana, and I think we split them. Well, oh, they flogged us the other day, actually. Yeah, they did. Um, that's and, so, I know. Didn't just... um
0: what's his name? Boban no, not Boban, Boban I don't even know how to say his name. Oh, Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bojan Maronovich. Yeah. One of those guys. Bogdanovic. Not the one it's on spell.
1: Boyan Bogdanovich.
0: I always get him and the King's Bogdan one mixed Bogdanovic, up. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. The one that plays for the paces. He had like thirty six on Yeah, like he's a great player. Eighteen shots he's or sixteen really,
1: shots or something. I really like him as a player. Like I've been I've been wanting to add him as my small forward in fantasy all year, but he's never quite done good yeah. enough. Yeah. But then Victor went down, and he's great. Like he's, yeah, he's been the catalyst right now.
0: He's been the catalyst for him since uh, Victor went down.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I think they probably like lose four one to mm-hmm. Boston just because of Kyrie Irving, and like you need stars in the playoffs. That's what it is. And there's no stars on that team, but um, with home court, you never know. Like they
0: could make it a series. All the know. metrics point to Kyrie. Like it's, I don't think it's breaking news being like one of the most efficient clutch players this season as yeah. well so yeah. you know if the going gets tough against an Indiana team that's got a pretty good defense I think Kyrie will be able to hold his own and keep him alive but yeah Boston would not surprise me if they regardless of wherever they finish or whatever if they didn't get past the second round yeah i got no faith in Boston this year imagine saying that last play I don't playoffs. like Kyrie Irving yeah.
1: first of all, as a player um, I don't think he's much of a winner like but, and I just the, the Whatever's hey, going don't you, on Don't in you there. talk
0: bad about Kyrie He hit the most important shot In uh,
1: Cavs history right? Yeah I know mate Like I, I was excited When he did it But um, I don't know What's <laughs> going on good. In the locker room And the way they've Like handled the whole Jalen Brown thing like, It's been a
0: very odd Yeah Imagine rare. after that series That they had against the Cavs Being like Yeah Boston won't have Home court next year Yeah Imagine I, know. So, I I think I picked them to win Like 55-60 games
1: Yeah I probably would have At the start of the year For sure But yeah that's uh, I'll take Boston in that one, but uh, I just couldn't give a crap about them.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I think the only team in both conferences, really, that can jump back into the conversation is Miami overtaking Orlando. But Orlando, like I said, they're hot right now. I think they've won six in a row, something like no, that. Right. Yeah, six in a row. They're seven and three in their last ten. Miami's slipping a bit. Charlotte's another team on the outside looking in. So I think, like I said, uh, might have said before, the sixteen teams are pretty much set now. So yeah. Yeah. Seeding probably won't change a hell of a lot, but uh, it'd be very interesting to see how some of these matchups unfold. I would think the seeding will change a fair bit
1: out west. Those like the bottom. Like Portland. And well, they're Houston all. T- well, yeah, three. we did say that. they were all. Did you see the, the top bottom two in West?
0: Did you see the bottom four teams were all tied the other day in the uh, bottom four and the eight? If that makes sense, like the five through eight team. No, I didn't. No. They were all tied at forty-two and thirty. There you go. Now, yeah. I think they would f- chop around a bit. But, yeah, there might be. I mean, it depends again on schedule remaining. Like Jazz like have other. the easiest still. So. Yeah. Denver's got a pretty tough schedule instead of the Thunder and Clippers yes. running home, but I think the likes of the Spurs have a pretty good one. Houston oh, Utah's has so.
1: got less easy. They've
0: lost all. Like, they've versed all the easy ones. Obviously. Yeah, It'd be mm. interesting to uh, to see how the match up. I think, like you said, with Denver. I think for a lot of teams, it'll be how matchups unfold. Yep hundred yep. percent. Playoff talk out of the way. Let's turn our attention uh, quickly to all NBA picks. So. This is something that I've dived over a little bit The forwards seem like they're tricky to pin down The centres are pretty clear cut for me And the guards, are the last few spots are interesting So, do you want to go through first, second, third team Or go through positions? Uh, I reckon
1: team Okay right? I, The first team's pretty locked, right?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, hard to no, like, So well, I've got
1: Well, you go first I've got Jokic, Giannis, George, Harden,
0: Curry Yep, um, pretty much exactly the same Yep you could maybe, in my mind, make a case for Kevin over Paul George, only because of the way that Paul's played in the last month. But I think yeah. his peak of his season has been better than Durant's.
1: Yeah, they'll look at it as a body of work thing, and like because Paul George was like for quite a while, arguably top two MVP. Uh, you know, even like a month ago, yeah. people were like, yeah, he could be the MVP. Um,
0: yeah, he'll get in there for, for sure. I know that uh, you have. Denver Nuggets uh, Coloured glasses on But yeah. do you think Embiid could Top uh, Jokic
1: for that Centre spot Yeah definitely possible But um, I think the Sort of the, the MVP caliber season Will get Jokic Over the line um, It It actually Certainly could happen That's probably The shakiest Of the positions In the first team for my mind um, I know you thought The George Durant one mm. But I think It could be Jokic Embiid um, He's got Having a great season Like He's going
0: hard, but he's he's missed some games and stuff like that. Yeah, that's probably the one... I think I tend to to put team success almost above all, but I also put, like, your consistency and durability. Like, durability is a stat that probably doesn't get enough talked about it, but, like, Jokic, the reason that I've had him so high up in a lot of my MVP rankings is because he's played... I think he's missed one game this year, maybe maybe two, but... Like he's been dragging yeah, He's been the suspended nuggets. twice actually <laughs> That's how funny yeah. Good old big honey I yeah. think uh, He's been just dragging The Nuggets through yeah. Like all their injury woes Whereas like We just talked about before The talent that Indeed
1: has around Loaded him. Yeah I, I definitely agree And also uh, The other thing that comes it comes into it a bit Is like How clutch are they And like I don't think there's a more clutch player Than Jokic in the league In terms of like Scoring efficiency in the last five minutes
0: of five-point games—I'm almost certain that he's number one. I remember you saying to me probably like two or three times, like, so like "Did you know games. that in the last d- d- minutes, Jokic has?" D- 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 I remember yeah, you a couple of times pointed out how dominant he's been. So he's, he's and he's hit like you know three or four game winners this mm. year as well. I yeah, I yeah, you kind of like thinking back to how long the season's gone for. Like there was one he had against Miami. Had that one against Dallas only like a week or two ago. But didn't he have one against like Sacramento, I wanna say as well?
1: Uh it might have had a tip in I I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's got stiff, four three or four,
0: like, yeah. He's such a crafty dude. Yeah, I think I tend to agree. I think Jokic a lot of people will pick and be just because of his people just love And his Embiid. defense as well. Like he could be a, a candidate for defensive player of the year, but yeah, like I said, I think durability and team success are weigh in a little bit heavier for all NBA teams because that's kind of how you... Like, if you're picking a player to win you a season of basketball because that's what the all NBA awards are, yeah. then I've sided with Jokic. Yep. All right. Second team starts to get a little bit more interesting. In the guard spot, I think Dame's a lock, Yep. right? Yeah, yep. I got him. The second guard spot is interesting because I've got guys like Kyrie, Kemba, Russ... Floating around the mark Brad Beal Maybe getting some love But I think those Like three or four It's tough to say Which one of them Deserves to be in the Second team Over the third Russell Westbrook's Gonna average a triple-double He's in the second team 100%
1: like it's gonna happen again, and he'll get the second team. Not
0: even if he shoots thirty four percent from the field. I don't know if that's an actual stat. Forty two,
1: he's shooting from the field, and twenty eight from three. Doesn't matter. Like he, I, I, am a big Russ fan. Like you, you know that. Yeah. A lot of people probably know that. Um, I, I just like the way he's changed his game this year to like accommodate Paul George. Like I think he's a real winner. I love his attitude. I love how he just like gets after it every second of every game. Well, you've talked me into a Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think he's gonna get it. Triple double. You're averaging
0: a triple double. That's it. That's I think I could I could you could make the case for Kyrie, but like we've like you talked about when we did their little playoff preview, he's seems to have almost had as many like negative highlights as he's had, like good games, if yeah, that makes sense. He hasn't exactly. been a great leader for the team. I read a oh god, name escapes me of who wrote it, but I remember reading an article saying that Russell Westbrook's actually the Thunder... It was right when Paul George was tearing it up. He was saying that Russell Westbrook's actually OKC's MVP yeah. because of how he's letting Paul George do the things That's he was doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really have any uh, qualms with that one. The forwards, this... Second and third team forwards, I think, is the toughest thing to pick, Right, I think the guards are harder, honestly. Yeah. Second, second team so forwards. So, second team centre? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. We'll, we can skip over that one. So... Forwards, who... Oh, well, I've got, as I've talked about, Kevin probably takes up one spot. Yeah. And it's almost a flip of the coin for me between Kawhi and Blake Griffin. But it, I think... Yeah, Kawhi Leonard. I think, but he's missed a lot of games.
1: I, I still take Kawhi. He was, like, early season MVP. He's got them to the second best record in the East. Like, well and truly. Like you like said, you've got to take that into account. And he's just having, like, a great season. He's been clutch when he's needed to... He's an unbelievable defender. Like, we all know that. He's played 55 games. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's not very many, but... if he pl- He'll probably play the last stretch of the season.
0: I don't know if he's played a back-to-back all year. Hey. I mean, it's pretty that's crazy to think. Though. Oh, yeah. I, I, look, I tend to agree. I think that... it, Like I said, it's almost a flip of the coin, but I'd, if it landed on Blake's side, I'd probably be like, oh, I'll do it it's again. It's
1: like, it's pretty much... Uh, yeah, it's stats versus success, really. Oh, I... But let's be honest, Kawhi's stats are about as good as Blake's. Yeah, it's just the games played
0: thing. But Blake probably boosts up a little bit more on offense, but Kawhi's defense probably gets him over the line. Yeah, I, I like take I take Kawhi anyway.
1: for sure. Like he's yeah, the team's having a better season. And let's be honest, they've got better since he arrived. Um, I th- I definitely think Kawhi's the man. He was my second. He's my first pick for the guard over Durant. That's yeah, right, okay. forward over yeah. Durant, in the second team. So I'll take Kawhi. Durant is just a bit of a oh, whatever, yeah. You're probably about around the mark, sure. There you go, 27 yeah,
0: it's, And eight, it's, it's weird that Durant's putting up, yeah, 27 27 8, whatever. It's probably been the Warriors' most consistent player all year. And we're just like, yeah, whatever, have, have the fourth spot Ooh. out in the forward spot. Like, it's just such a tough thing to peg. Giannis, obviously, is just a freak. Paul George and Kawhi are arguably the best two-way players in the league. So it's crazy to think that Kevin's gone so far back whereas probably only 18 months ago we were viewing him as maybe the next dude to take over LeBron's throne. I
1: still think he's the second or maybe the best player in the league. Mm. Um, I just think it's Players have played better this year. That's how the All NBA teams go. Yeah, like it's never. LeBron hasn't. Actually, probably has been in all the first team All NBAs for the last ten years. But
0: something stupid like that. But yeah, like
1: it. You know, it's easy to see. Like when Kobe was great, he would be a third just randomly, and then back up to the first. So I, I can. It doesn't bother me putting Durant down there. Even I still think he's the second best player in the league. Maybe first. So not Giannis.
0: Not Giannis.
1: No, I think yeah, this is probably the
0: yeah. best. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I like, since uh, two thousand six, LeBron's only missed one first team, and he was in the second team. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that just happens. I'm sure Durant's been
1: in a lot of first teams yeah. over the last five years as well. So, and
0: let's be honest, like in the last probably I don't know twelve years while LeBron's been in the league, who's really been the other best forward? Durant, Melo. Mm. That's about like, it. Yeah. yeah, like there's been a lot of dominant guards. And yep. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, I digress. Thirteen. So I've already uh, given Kyrie a bit of a pump up. So I think he'd take one of my guard spots. Okay. Um, the second one is tricky because I kind of want to reward Kemba for how he started the year. And yes. he, was, uh, he was in career best form for, I don't know, a month or so. But his numbers dipped off a bit in recent times. Still putting up 26 points a game since the All-Star break, which is crazy. And on the season, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's averaging... About cool that part. So Yeah but I do want to give Brad Beal a lot of love Even though their record's shit Like since John Wall's gone down He's just looked like A different type of player And I know like I did I'm kind of contradicting myself Because I said I'd rate team success Overall on yeah. that. But they're, you know if third, you're... Team,
1: third team's the team You can probably put Those like Stat players in mm. that's, that's how I kind of Look at the third team A bit more like Player success is in those Top two And then the third team You can be like Alright you actually
0: Just had a beast of a season on a shit team here you yeah. go buddy like here you go Melo because okay. there's some oh, I'm trying to find these numbers but there was some thought that I had like maybe you could even make a case for D'Angelo Russell oh yeah no. Nah. but I don't think so think not so. over the all star team replacement like yeah yeah I, I wouldn't quite give it to him
1: I had uh, well bucking the trend well you, you could have probably almost picked this I had Kemba and Beal in yeah okay. fuck Kyrie yeah. because I honestly I think I, you gotta look at like what if what's this guy done to the team he's just been a distraction all year I don't think he's played any better than Kemba or Beal like in fact I think they probably be- have better seasons than Kyrie has Kyrie's a killer like don't get me wrong but I think like Kemba and Beal I'd rather like reward those guys for having a good little season on their own doing their thing yeah like
0: Brad Beal's averaging like 26 points mm. Like he's, yeah, he's I think played I'd, amazingly I think I'd pick Beal for my second spot But I'd still side with Kyrie Just because of like how he performs in the clutch And just how dominant as a scorer he is yeah. Even though like you could make the case that If you swap Kemba and Kyrie Like what would each team's record look like It would be the exact same you me, yeah.
1: Kyrie, you got, Kyrie's going to get it because it's a media vote Yeah Which is why I'd probably say Beal misses out Because that will
0: reward Kemba. Because everyone loves Kemba. Yeah, I totally agree. That view is just a bit of a, like a
1: weird thing second, off, like though? a
0: second or third almost like a third tier star so if Kemba's the, a second tier you could almost argue that Brad's just this, a bit out of the bubble this
1: weird haze off in your peripheral vision you're like oh yeah. what's that
0: oh there's that 26 points over there and even if they put up Washington th- even if you put up 30 wins and 26 yeah even if you put up 26 points you only get 30 wins yeah that's you know. it
1: I mean it's weird Yeah, like they had, thought they'd have Wall and Otto Porter playing well and they've chopped oh, their team yeah, around that poor and Wizards like, team yeah yep yeah. Move on to the forwards, Fryzy.
0: Um, All right, as I've talked about, Blake Griffin will probably snag one of my spots. He's in mine too. Um, the last one is tricky, and only because I don't really know who deserves it more. I think LeBron will get it because it's yeah. LeBron. I got, I've got him in there. But like, he, his team's going to miss the playoffs. Who are you take? He missed a lot of games. Do you just take a flyer on someone like Lamarcus Aldridge, who's just been a productive player for the whole season like he's had a couple of, you could well, arguably make the case that this has been LaMarcus Aldridge's best season I mean, Like, yeah he, he scored 48 against Celtics the other night like yeah. he's averaging about 21 their team's doing okay I, I would if someone if it was Aldridge over
1: LeBron I'd be fine yeah um, I think LeBron gets it probably
0: although you know what the media's hammered him a bit this year so isn't that I, his averages really this 21? is the Marcus We're just uh, this is terrible uh, listing for the podcast we're looking at the Marcus's averages but yeah he's he's actually averaging a bit less than last year but like his rebounds are up he's had more double doubles yeah, yeah more the more I plus, minus, you know, like, the more sure. look at it the more I'm like maybe not but, but right. still like I could it wouldn't surprise me if LeBron was left off but I think like it would be pretty uh what's the word I'm looking for I don't think it'll happen yeah like it wouldn't shock me if someone like LaMarcus was voted on but like LeBron's still
1: averaged like 27 yeah.
0: 8 and 8 or something you know? even though we missed like I don't know 15, 18 games or whatever it was yeah, we're giving
1: it to Kawhi we've got to give it to LeBron you,
0: we talked about the whole body of work as well you got to remember that before LeBron went down like the Lakers were like third or fourth out they of the West yeah, so. they were yeah and I'll take LeBron you do wonder if he had Lonzo and Ingram Alongside him Healthy all year How different it would be
1: Yeah 100% I, yeah. I Alright really I'll, I'll, I'll put
0: Bron in No yep. uh, no love for Luka Doncic Which is a bit disappointing But uh,
1: You can't put a rookie in there mate. Nah It's just not allowed
0: Nah I don't think blasphemy. so for me He and uh, Ben Simmons Drew Holiday All those guys can have Honourable mentions But uh, Yeah sure
1: There's plenty of honourable mentions like
0: Gallinari of course The yeah. best closer in LA <laughs> Yeah um, Last spot The centre spot in the third team Pains me It pains me I know why Does, does he get he... paid or not?
1: Yeah. This is yeah.
0: yeah He has to get paid because yeah, He's playing really well He is averaging The second most points Since the all-star break And I'm putting out A lot playing. of post All-star break numbers But he Almost single-handedly Dragged the JR Sativas To a Uh a playoff W in my fantasy basketball league.
1: Yeah, look, he's playing really well. He's just chasing money. That like I hate to do it. I I really don't like Cut as a yeah. player. I don't think he's a winner at all. I think he's like he's like a terrible, terrible defender. Like he's like one of the worst defensive centers in the league. He is the epitome of good stats, bad team guy. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But I like mean, you look it up in the dictionary, and there's a photo of his ugly jump shot. Uh, yeah, but he still hits it. So, True. Um, yeah, I got to give it to Towns. Although I think Gobert or um, like low key Vucevic. Um, yeah, Vooch Vuce was someone who I uh, skimmed my eyes over. But I would, I would, I would prefer to give it to Gobert honestly because he's like team's better and he's a great defender and like he, he shoots an unreal clip. Um, I love what
0: if uh, if Carl Anthony Towns wasn't shooting forty eight percent from three in his last 15 games, yeah. with just four wins, by the way. I would, uh, I'd be on the similar boat. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's funny when you look at the guys who are leading the league in scoring post-All-Star break. And like, taking it to the ground of salt, you know, this, at this time of the year, most teams who have the great players are resting them to try and gear up for the playoffs. Mm. But like... Brandon
1: Ingram, holy dooly. <laughs> yeah,
0: through six games. Um, but yeah, James Harden's first, then you got Kat. <laughs> you got Devin Booker. Yeah, those are the three dudes averaging over thirty since the All Star break. He's
1: junking it up on his way to thirty points a game. Twenty nineteen NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No,
0: I'll take Cap, but I don't love it. Yeah, so. I'd, uh, I'll take Cap in in pencil, and if uh, Rudy Gobert goes off and Cap struggles in the next seven, eight yeah, games, seven games, you never so know. You never know. Maybe if the Jazz climb up and take that uh, fourth seed or yeah. something like that, that could. They could. They could. Not impossible. Ooh. Well, we just talked. They've got a pretty, a relatively easy run, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. They got
0: Damber one more time though, so mark that. That's an L. Bit, yeah. All right. That is, uh, that's it. Done and dusted. Playoffs talks. L NBA picks. Uh, next week, we'll probably do similar NBA stuff and dive into a little bit more of uh, AFL fantasy. Before I close shop, what are your AFL fantasy trades looking like this week? It'll be so I don't think we talked, we didn't talk about that, right? No we didn't So uh,
1: I I think After round one Everyone's kind of Left with a bit of like Oh I still don't really Know what to do Mm. You're like I've got to Sort of keep my same team I'm just going to try And save as much money From a player Who played really bad So I'll go Oliver To Rocky Who's going to make money Next week Even if he has An average game This week Um, So I'll just Save as much money As I can Try not to lose it And then probably Chop out a underperforming rookie for one who played great last week as well and make some money for the next two weeks again and then obviously after round two things start to really roll along yeah you're right it's
0: very difficult to gauge a lot of these trades after just one week especially because a lot of those mid price guys did deliver like if someone like Libba or Crouch or one of them or Sloan just sucked then it'd be easy to be like right well they're going down to a rookie to make me money enough to upgrade someone but yeah, I think Dusty will go to Rockliffe for me as well. But there's a lot of people doing like Brayshaw and Crips to Tom Rockliffe And I'm like, well, cool. that, if you're doing that, then that kind of. Because like, those well, guys. I'm are, going to Oliver. Oliver's a little different, I guess. But like, because he had a, a 70, what do you have, 73? 70, yeah. yeah. But, like, Brayshaw and Cripps both got 100. Yeah, like, what, definitely what wouldn't chop Cripsy of? out. No, way. Nah, I think he's, yeah. But, like, that means, you're like, okay, well, that means that you're getting rid of a potential top eight midfielder for Tom Rockliffe, who looked amazing, but, like, still has wines to come back. Like, we didn't play great last year. He's fully healthy now, and obviously we're both trading him in for a reason. But well, yeah, it, but
1: it, it won't be. The good thing about Rocky is it won't be him who falls out of the midfield. It'll be Boke. Yeah, so that's something to think about. Anyone who's got Boak on the, on your hands could be three uh, or four. Could be Oliver. some of those
0: young kids as well, like Zachy Butters and Willem Drew. Like, wouldn't and, surprise uh, me if he was dumped, although yeah. he was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, against the was.
1: demons. Yeah, so those are my trades. It would be Rocky in for Clayton, and then I'll, I'll bring Clayton back in by the end of the season. I'm, yeah, I'm sure of it because he was one of my at two first selected players, him and Crips. Yeah, but I'm just like I can save some money and make some money. In the interim, so and yeah. Rocky might be back to his 130 best, you know. I make a little
0: bit of money going Dusty to Rockliffe, but I kind of want to, like, I'm spending a lot of it to upgrade to get Matthew Parker with my second trade at the moment. Okay. Because um, I was uh, one of the coaches who took a punt on Big Noah Bolter. Yeah. Tried to talk it into existence. Had about uh, 15 points, uh, 15 minutes into the game, and then finished on 29.
1: Well, you might be like making money. I like I'll make a hundred grand going. Clayton to Rocky but I'll also make the money that Rocky makes me that's from the way I'm low low at at well that's, that's if, yeah. if worst case scenario at a
0: yeah worst case scenario if Rockliff does have a bad game within the next month he'll probably still eclipse 700 grand And by then, I can just flick him to someone else who, maybe like Clayton Oliver, a fallen bloke who will just pick it back up. Yeah,
1: there's always a couple. Like, Zorko started last year, crap, and then he ended well.
0: Merritt was the same. That's another one I was just going to say. wouldn't surprise me if Zach Merritt... Like, I think second half of the year he just burnt like he lit it up Yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me if yeah he had another like couple of shit games and people jumped off and then he just turned a corner yeah
1: it happens every year like a couple of those elite premiums have a bad start and everyone's like oh what's happening they lose you know 150k off their 750, 800 like thousand dollar price tag and then you just make it back it's fine like you just, it's a good way to save the money yeah you gotta look at them like stocks one's hot now not hot later yeah great call yeah
0: all right, well, thank you for uh, jumping in on the pod. It was always good to uh, have a second uh, companion to talk basketball with and fantasy footy, of course. No worries. Uh, try and tune one in next week. Big uh, big week of games for the Denver Nuggets coming up.
1: Uh, I actually couldn't tell you
0: what. I know next. they've got the Warriors in the near future. Yeah, it might but be next game, I think. I have a hunch that it's still a little bit down the line, but, yeah, there's nine games left for both of them, so, you know, they've got the Rockets as their next game. Yeah. <laughs> That's a
1: danger of matchup. I don't know where that is either. I think it might be in Houston. It yeah, is, yeah. yeah,
0: you got them, then the Thunder, then Washington at home, a little reprieve, and then uh, Golden State again. So a couple of big games uh, coming up for the boys. Back-to-back
1: Portland, home and home. That'll be interesting.
0: I yeah. did, did write the uh, article when it was about 11 games left. Like, now we're going to find out who the Denver Nuggets are. With a really tough remaining schedule, it'll be interesting to see... Uh, like it just not necessarily wins losses what happens, but yeah, just how things unfold. Yeah, we got Kat in the last game. He'll probably be playing for that money still, so hopefully he doesn't burn. Hopefully Rudy Gobert uh, can ball out in the second last game of the year. Yeah, well, hopefully not. Hopefully we'll have a crap game, mate. <laughs> All right, thanks for jumping in, mates. Uh, you Otherwise. go get home. Hopefully we can uh, tune into some footy tomorrow night. Oh yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Nice, uh, smooth ending there by Jalon and myself. Uh, Thank you once again for tuning in to the Sports by Fry pod. Again, it's probably going to or try to be a weekly feature. We'll talk a lot of basketball, and as the fantasy footy season heats up, I have uh, no doubt that we'll be covering that in huge depth as well. Make sure you subscribe to the channel for more episodes. Might churn out a Fry's Fast Five over the weekend. Um, My fantasy trades, as I've spoken about are looking pretty locked in at the moment. I think Bolter to Parker will happen, and Dusty to Rocky has to happen. So uh, hopefully you have fantasy... uh, All your fantasy concerns are alleviated, and you're ready for another weekend of footy. Remember, you can always hit me up on Twitter with any questions or any other form of social media. And make sure you check out the Dream Team Talk site for my first weekly wrap-up of all the cash cows, because... Now that these rookies are starting to dictate a lot of trades, it's only going to get tougher from here. But thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace.